Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Live. This is a call-in radio show where we invite business leaders, subject matter experts, and, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations or current issues that can help you move the needle in your life. So whether you're trying to build yourself personally or professionally, the goal for today's show is to provide key takeaways and actionable recommendations. And we're doing it live, so you could actually join the conversation. Uh, you could write a question, and we'll, if you want to join in with us, we'll definitely patch you in as well. So I am your host, Edwin Frondozo, and I'm super excited to introduce the, my guest today, who's my friend as well, uh, Sa- Sam Laliberti. She's the founder of the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast and Movement. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. The the script is flipped for me. You're going to interview me now, which is fun. <laughs> well, I'm excited to always interview you. So this is this is this is definitely a pleasure. And today's so today's podcast uh, today's episode is is really close to my heart. The subject uh, we're discussing is how to launch a podcast on a budget. So for those who are listening, I do have a podcast, the Business Leadership Podcast, and for Sam. Hers is called the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast, and she's growing an amazing community and an amazing movement. So super excited to get maybe some tips from you as well. So with that, Sam, what, first off, can we just start off about your podcast? What is it, and, and why did you launch it? For sure. So I launched my first episode on my podcast in November 2017, so at the six-month mark or so, and... I selfishly launched it because I wanted an opportunity to interview some of the people that I've had on my show, and I thought, hey, this is a great way to sit down with these people and ask them the questions that I genuinely wanted to know. So it kind of just started out of curiosity as an opportunity to meet with people, and it's grown to much more than that. And the focus of my podcast is about finding the freedom lifestyle. So a lot of people want to work wherever, whenever, and however, and so I'm interviewing people who have figured that out, entrepreneurs, freelancers, digital nomads, and just asking them, you know, how they did that and figuring it out for myself as well. No, that's amazing because – and this is your topic, Sam, if I – correct me if I'm wrong. This is this is you. You're in your journey of building your own freedom lifestyle, uh, correct? So this was actually trying to learn from other people? Totally. Like, I've kind of spent my career jumping back and forth between entrepreneurship, having a nine-to-five, entrepreneurship, having a nine-to-five. And every time I have a nine-to-five, I, I want to be back doing my own thing. And so, yeah, I had been selling software for about a year and a half, quit my job, wanted to go back into this freedom lifestyle and didn't really have an idea yet. So I started mm-hmm. interviewing people who did. Oh, that, that's great. I mean, I'm similar to you. I'm learning – a lot from my guests on my podcast if i were to ask you what are the key or this you know what i find with my podcast there's always these key topics that business leaders talk about for you and the people who are building out their own freedom lifestyle what are the similarities that you're seeing with all your guests at this point I think from like a growth and like a marketing tactic standpoint, you know, we can get really technical on terms of like social media and organic growth and we talk a lot about that. But I would say like on a more like personal level, the key theme is really just around resilience and like staying Mm -hmm. at it and just getting so real about, you know, entrepreneurship isn't easy. You get rejected way more than you get told, hey, that's a great idea. And 
the people who are able to sustain the freedom lifestyle are the people who stick with it, even when you're not having a great day. And that's kind of been unanimous with every single guest I've had, that some days are really hard and, like, you have to just push through and wait for that next good day. And it does come, and you just kind of have to celebrate those wins when they come. No, for sure. And I totally could relate 100%. I mean, me, I've been trying to build that freedom lifestyle for a long time as well. Do you, when when they talk about resilience, Sam, I'm really curious, was there one that really stuck out and you're like, your mind was blown. You're like, I can't believe you went through that. You endured through that and was able to do that. And without getting too crazy, is there a real a story that sticks out or a shout out that you could talk about? Yeah, I think that it's, it's, there's been this weird thing that I've actually noticed with a couple entrepreneurs, and I don't know if this has been your experience as well, but I now know like five people who were in their job, they wanted to start a business, they wanted to have a freedom lifestyle, have had an idea, and they didn't have the courage to do it. And like, I know five people that just the next day all of a sudden like either got fired or like they were ha- were going to have a job offer and the offer got removed. Like a bunch of weird things have happened to a few people I know where they were just like forced to do it. And wow. that was kind of an, a similar experience that I had too where, you know, I thought I was going to move to San Francisco. I had this exciting job offer selling software. I quit my job to go do it and then the offer got pulled. And I was in this situation where I was like, what am I even doing? Like is this my opportunity to just have my freedom lifestyle instead of just like putting it off? So that's happened to a few people, and all of them were able to bounce back from that tragic moment and see it as an opportunity versus, like, a downward chain spiral of, like, oh, shit, I screwed up. That's that's actually pretty crazy. That's, so it's almost like the universe told you and these other five people that, you know what, you gotta you got to get into it. We're giving you that. We're making it easy for you. You're not going to get totally. this job. You're not going to get this and that. So super interesting. Um so I wanted to talk about the podcast. Um, what are some of the hacks you found that you know to save money when you launch your own? Yeah, when I was launching mine, like I said, the the vision was never. I didn't think that you know six or so months later I'd be on episode eighteen, coming out weekly episodes and making money from it. I really mm-hmm. thought I was just going to do like five episodes was my plan for season one. So I wanted to spend no money. My plan was to have like a zero dollar budget. So. I recorded all of them from my iPhone. Like the microphones that come on your smartphone today are like very high quality. So, you know, I recorded them from my iPhone. I used the free software that came on my computer. Like Macs have GarageBand for PCs. You can use Audacity. So I really didn't spend much money. And then I used social media. So I made a Facebook group rather than doing like paid advertising and really tried to build community as a way to get listeners instead of having to pay for them. Oh, that's amazing. So in terms of your rollout strategy, was that the way you figured it out, or were you doing this organically? I was doing it organically in the sense that I didn't really know what I was doing, other Mm -hmm. than I had spent the last year and a half feeling not very creative. I'm a pretty creative, right-brained person, but in selling software, if you've ever been in sales, you know it's maybe not the most creative. It's kind of doing the same thing every day and trying to figure out how to do it more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So I just needed to create something. So yeah, when I was starting, I just wanted to learn how to make a podcast. I had the time. I didn't have a job. So I was like, rather than outsource the editing, I'll just learn it myself. And then 
I just listened to my community. Like, they were the ones who said, you know, you should have a Facebook group. Like, we should all connect. And then they were like, you know, we should have events. Like, I'd love to meet these people in person. So then I started doing live podcast taping. So yeah. I really just listened to what people wanted. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, it, in terms of, like, podcasting, and it sounds like you're giving back as well now, too. Like, you're not only hosting events, you're you're teaching people now, right? Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so tonight is actually my first workshop in this new series I'm launching called How to Launch a Podcast on a Budget. Oh. So tonight it, it's sold out. I have 15 people coming to make lemonade, and we're going to do a two-hour workshop on how to launch it. And I, I, because it's sold out, I have another one on June 25th with a few spots left. So that's really exciting. And then I've also started doing one-on-one coaching. So, again, some people aren't like me they don't really want to figure it out themselves it's pretty time consuming like learning the short the keyboard shortcuts and garage band so yeah sitting down one-on-one with people and being like i'm going to take everything in my brain that i spent months while i didn't have a job and just like tell you in a couple hours that's amazing well congratulations on your success i'm gonna get getting back to the podcast and people launch a podcast for different reasons so why did you choose the podcast as your medium to get, you know, get your message out and, and build, build a community. I actually get this question a lot of like, why podcasting? Why not video? Why not a blog? And I guess there's two answers. The initial mm-hmm. was I had a fashion brand for three years prior to my sales job and we made a lot of YouTube videos. And I got to be honest, every time we would watch our YouTube videos, we were focused on like what we looked like, that angle. We were barely even talking about what we were actually saying, and that was just kind of like a negative experience for all of us because we were focused on the wrong things. So when I wanted to tell a message this time, I thought, you know, podcasting, you're zeroed in on what I'm saying. You're focused on the content. There's less, like, external factors to focus on. So that was my initial idea. And then the next reason is I really wanted to think about who I was serving. So my vision was like – the person who was going to their nine to five every day, they didn't like it. They had like a 30 minute commute in the morning. And I pictured them like popping in my podcast and their earbuds and just like for 30 minutes on their way to work, getting inspired and telling themselves, okay, tonight I'm going to make another step forward to like quit my job and have the freedom lifestyle. So I really like pictured this person when I was deciding who my audience was. Wow. That's really cool. So that, that that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so what, what I mean, the, people ask me this, and I, I never have a good answer. So maybe I'm going to learn from you. But what, what's your take on the future of podcasting? Like, where is it going now? I think we're just getting started. So I went to a workshop last month that the Globe and Mail was putting on about branded podcasts, and the guy said something to me, and I think I shared it with you. It's been in my head ever since, and it said that 24% of North Americans are listening to a podcast every month. That sounds like a big number. It was 21% last year, so it's definitely increasing. But still 75% of people are not listening to podcasts every month. I don't know if you've ever had this one, but sometimes I'll run into a friend and they'll be like, yeah, I've been meaning to watch your videos. Like, so proud of you. And I just realized we don't even really know what a podcast is yet. Like, it isn't video. It's audio. So I think we're just getting started, and I think the bigger opportunity is converting people who aren't into podcasting yet to start, you know, consuming this medium and, like, swapping out their Spotify for podcasts. So I think that's that's where we're heading. 
That's amazing. So what what are you finding for that seventy five percent? Like, are you focused on on trying to gain like net new podcaster listeners? Like, like what are the hacks for you that you found successful to get these people to actually listen? Because because it, it's an interesting medium still, right? Definitely. I think so. Starting with things like, you know, rather than listening to your Spotify music all the time, like the default is to just like put on music when you're going for a walk. If you're interested in personal development, if you're interested in learning, like why not try once in a while, like popping in a podcast? Like that's how I got started, you know, doing the dishes at my house rather than listening to music, which is all my, always my default, which sure got some joy, but like was I growing? Not really. That's how I started. And then from, like, a technical standpoint, something that is not my idea, so I'll I'll own that, I thought was really cool, is a lot of people don't even know how to get the podcast on their phone. Like, I've had to show so many people, like, go to the podcast app, search. So I actually saw someone on their Instagram stories that did, like, a a screen recording of doing that step of, like, opening the podcast app searching for their own podcast, downloading it. And I thought that was pretty smart. And I've, it's on my to-do list of multiple things to do, but I thought that was a cool, like, cool idea as well. Oh, that's super smart. I mean, I think I, I do get that question. And I also get a question, like, how do, how do, leave a, how do you leave a rating or, or to comment it on, on iTunes? So if you do share that out, Sam, let me know, and I can share it out on my side and at least reuse it. <laughs> or, or I'll create it myself for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I think we take for granted when we're hyper users of podcasting, which you and I both are, how annoying and how much that kind of there is a learning curve at the beginning. Like, I don't think it's the most simple user interface, the iTunes podcast app. A lot of people have actually like gone to other apps because they're right. happy with the experience. So I think we take for granted how annoying and difficult it is at the beginning. And we just assume everyone is willing to do that for us. You need to help them get there because I don't think iTunes is, unfortunately. Yeah, no, for sure. I get that. I mean, it's, you know what, you know what's funny, truth? Sometimes I get lost in iTunes, finding, finding out how to, how to do this rating. Cause I, I was with a, I was with someone and I'm like, okay, you gotta go here. Oh wait, no, not there. Like, it's totally like, it should be easy. It should just be like, rate this thing. Like, it's, anyways, we won't, we won't, we won't talk about our beefs. Couple of, couple <laughs> of quick, a couple of quick questions. Love to get more, learn about you. So what do you love most about podcasting? What do I love most about podcasting? I would just say that it's an opportunity to connect with people I want to connect with. So I was really intimidated at the beginning to reach out to people that weren't just my friends. I started Mm -hmm. with people I knew, but I've since pushed myself, and I know you did this. You had a pretty big guest on for your 100th episode. Do you want to plug that? (laughs) Yeah, nice. Seth Gordon, 50th episode. 50th, there you go. Like, I I think it's so cool that you can use your podcast platform to reach out to the Seth Gordon in the world and say, like, hey, I would love to have you on my show. And... I'm just starting to do that, and the feedback's been so good, and that to me is really exciting because I love having conversations. I've always said if I could get paid to talk all day, I would love to do that. I hate spending all day on my computer and looking at a screen, so I'm really excited to, you know, make this more of a career and sustain this and have conversations with people I've dreamt about having conversations with. I love doing that, so. Okay. I love that. 100%. So let's put it out there. Who's your – 
who's your dream guest you want to have or your top three? You don't have to see number one, but uh, maybe we'll put it out there and whoever listens maybe be able to get it to you. I got to say Sophia Amoruso. I know she's a pretty controversial person to say, but she was my first person that I listened to on podcasting. I love what she's doing. I love what she stands for. I think what she's, the resilience she's shown with like having a fashion business that went bankrupt, so then she like morphed it into a media company with Girlboss. She's my girl. I would love to interview her and chat with her. That'd well, you know what? You know what we're just going to have to do now, Sam? We're going to have to quote this this episode, and we'll put it out there, and we'll and we'll and we'll tag her. We'll tag her. I would I would love that. Yeah, I, I think we better do that. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this. I, I'm interested. So, what do you hate most about podcasting? I and it's an easy problem to solve. I'm still editing all of my podcasts. As I said, I don't like spending a ton of time on my laptop. I don't enjoy editing everyone's ums and ahs. I do it because I've prided my quality. There's some podcasters that just kind of let it all run. I really try to make us both good, and I find the process a bit administrative. So I should outsource that. It's very administrative. No, totally. I get mm-hmm. that. Um, if you had a magic wand, Sam, what would you change right now outside of the editor, whether it's in your podcast or within your business today? What would I change? Or what would you want? Millions of people listening to my podcast. <laughs> I like I that. I think that's the dream, yeah. More downloads, reach a greater audience, and ultimately, like, reach more freedom seekers. Like, I'm doing this because I want to help people be free, and a world where more people are free is the world that I want to be in. So that's the dream. That's awesome. I lo- love that. Can you... You, you got an audience clap, see? If you, uh, <laughs> if you, um, can you leave our audience with maybe a, one or two tips, recommend, actionable recommendations, if they're thinking about launching a podcast in the near future? I would say do an episode with a friend. So go through the process of having your iPhone out put it on the recorder, record a conversation. It doesn't have to be a serious conversation, but, like, practice interviewing a friend. Ask them five questions, record the convo, go through the process of putting it on your laptop, editing it, adding some music. At the end, did you enjoy that experience? Mm -hmm. If the answer is no, don't double down on it. It isn't for everybody. If the answer was, like, whoa, that is so cool, this is so easy, like, I want to try this next time, like, then double down on that. Um, yeah, I would say practice on a friend and go through the process first. That's good. That's an awesome tip. I wish I had that tip when I started. Uh, <laughs> Sam, where can we find more information about you, your podcast, or any upcoming events that you want to share with the listeners today? So my website is whatsyourfree.com. Um, it's based off of the, the conversation you get asked a lot as a, a freelancer, what's your fee? Everyone asks you that, so mine is what's your free. You can find my events, workshops, links to the podcast, and who knows what else I'm doing next, but that's where to find me. Well, Sam, it's been a pleasure as always. I wish you the luck. We're going to get the guest to you. We're going to get you a million um, listens uh, <laughs> just because of this conversation because we're putting it out there, right? Uh, but thank yeah, you awesome. again. It's been a pleasure. If everyone else, uh, thank you for joining. I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout-out for my guest, my my guest this week on the Business Leadership Podcast is Jamie Michaels. He's the head of branding 
brand marketing at Twitter Canada. It was an amazing conversation where he talks about his, you know, how he moved from CBC to Twitter and, and some of the hacks that he did as he grew as a business leader. So please listen to the podcast. You could find it on Spotify or iHeartRadio, iTunes, or, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap for this for today's episode of the Business Leadership Live. Tune in actually this Friday. I have an amazing guest, and we'll be discussing failure. And my guest, my my guest is Marsha Drucker. She's the founder of Fuck Up Nights To. So be sure to tune in then. For everyone else, thank you. Appreciate your time. Edwin signing off.